0: This is the Level Flight Podcast. Hey everyone! It's Boxing Day, which means only one thing. The World Juniors are kicking off tonight, so uh, we're going to do a little bit of a preview here for you. Talk about some of the Jets prospects involved, and then just do a general overview of the other stuff going on. It's going to be a sort of short bonus episode. We're not going to really go on for this for too long so we just want to make sure that you've got a little bit of you know background on who's playing uh, a little bit of an idea just to get you hyped up a little we know everyone's busy over the holidays so we want to give you a little bit of a you know a tight 20 here on here
1: yeah just a quick rundown of what we expect out of these players um what what their roles are on these teams because not a lot of people know like what's being asked of Chaz lucius on team usa you know so um yeah we'll just do a quick rundown we'll touch on some other teams uh, maybe we'll do a little prediction of who we think our finals will be, who we think our winner will be. Um, yeah, it should be fun. Love the love the specialty episodes.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, but no, let's let's quickly just dive in here on the three uh, um, Jets prospects that we've got going here. So, uh, notably, Team USA has two of them. We've got Rutgers McGrory and Chaz Lucius, and then for Finland, we've got Brad Lambert. Uh, both Lucius and Lambert have played, you know, pretty. Consistently, for the most part, with the Moose this season in the AHL. Uh, and then you've got McGroarty, who's been just humming along nicely with uh, Michigan um, in the Big Ten there. So um, in terms of what you've seen from them for the Moose, because you, you're in the building most games, um, what are you expecting out of them um, for, uh, for you know Lucius and Lambert?
1: Well, Lucius, I first want to just see that he's healthy. Because he missed the last couple games with the Moose the last couple weeks with, I don't know, they they don't have to say in the AHL what their injuries are. So he was out. Uh, He's been hurt quite a bit in his young career, his road to the NHL. He's suffered a few injuries. So I just want to see that he's okay and he's playing at the level that he's been playing at before this new injury. I hope it's not the same thing that keeps flaring up. But he's got five points in 12 games with the Moose this year. Um I'd like to see him shoot more yeah. on the moose. So I'm, I'm really watching for that. He has more time and space. That's a big thing I'll get into with Lambert. But in the World Juniors, you theoretically have more time and space than when you're playing in the AHL. And Lucius, I feel like, has a really good shot that he doesn't utilize enough in the AHL. So I really want to see him, when he gets the chance, to do that. Uh, he's on USA's Power Play 2. Yeah. We'll get into McGroity. He's on their, their top unit. But... Um, I hope he's like the main shooter on that group. He's on the left circle. He's ripping one timers because he doesn't get enough of a chance to do that in the AHL. Uh, and he's playing center. He's played center with the Moose. That was that's been kind of a transition for him. Uh, he's looked good at center though. He he hasn't really looked out of place. He's responsible defensively. He's making the right reads. Uh, and I'm really excited because Lucius, especially Lambert, I feel like creates his own space. But Lucius, especially, I feel like could really benefit from having more space like projecting him as a future NHL or I feel like he'll need someone on his wing like Rutger Uh that creates space for him and then gets him the puck in open spots like Kyle Connor like Kyle Connor exactly. does not create space Pierre-Luc Dubois does for him right uh, I feel like that's the kind of player he is so I'm really excited to see what he can do with the space with for Team USA
0: yeah for sure and it's, it's a matter of Um, you're playing against guys that are all relatively the same age. Right. So it's that sort of fast and loose style. You're not going to get, you know, overly defensive units because for the most part, the teams who score the most will win the tournament. Yes. Um, That being said, uh, I think you made the best point, though, is how uh, Chaz really stacks up in terms of his, you know, energy and his injuries um, because... I think it's 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 largely is he up to speed enough to make an immediate impact? Um yeah. Obviously the coaching staff thinks that he has that opp- opportunity because if he wasn't, he wouldn't have stuck around and made the final roster. Right. Um but no, I think it's a it's a great opportunity for him to really you know get a chance to be back against guys his own age. Um so yeah, it's uh it's it's a great opportunity for him to on the national stage or international stage I should say to really sort of step up and be like I am I'm good enough that this is why they made that pick yeah in the first round
1: and this is his first World Juniors if I'm not mistaken he hasn't played
0: yeah yeah so yeah, there, there's a few guys that didn't get the chance last year because it was in the, the summer and the year before right. it was canceled so
1: right so that'll that'll really be interesting for him especially because he's 19. Uh, he really benefit from more space, like I said, and he's got a great shot. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, On to Lambert, who... Team Finland. Now, he's been in the the juniors a few times, actually. Yeah. He's been there twice already. He played seven games in 2021 and five games in 2022. 2021 was definitely the better go-around. He had four points in those seven games. 2022 was really weird. He scored a goal in the first game, and then... Proceeded to like get benched basically for yeah the last three games like he would play, but on like the fourth line and then just like not really playing significant minutes that you would think for a first round pick right exactly yeah uh so yeah what are you expecting out of Lambert
0: I'm expecting considering how he looked in the preseason he seems a lot more confident and I hope that his mm-hmm. injury and his sickness trouble this year doesn't dash that at all. I think if he plays with that confidence, he's going to be one of the better players in the tournament. Yeah, um, He's got the skill. We know that. We've seen it. Um, but I think it's a matter of in previous years, when he was playing for the uh, the junior team prior, when he was playing for Pelicans in, in Liga, that system was essentially, oh, the players run the show. No one really has an, any idea what they're doing. He's playing in a system now. Yeah. And I think this is the opportunity for him to go, oh, I can... Really, you know, stand out when I am able to play my game and also play where I can find my areas without other people just kind of skating around doing nothing. Um, so I think that was a, lar- a large, part of his struggles. Is before he made the jump to North America, um, it's essentially it was just him hoping that he could find room on a team that had no structure whatsoever. Yeah. So obviously, when you're playing, that that's probably why he may have got benched too. Is he may have just been roaming around aimlessly looking for the puck when there's teams have systems, you know, obviously for an international team, they're going to have a pretty firm system that they want you to play because you want to win the championship. So I think this year, having played professionally in North America and shown the world that, Oh, Hey, he's good. um, I think that this might be the chance for him to really sort of excel. Um, If, he doesn't i think i'd be a little bit concerned more about his health and conditioning because Mm. skill wise i think he's totally ready to go he's there yeah um but he's missed so much time this year uh he's only played 14 games this season Mm -hmm. um so it's a matter of can he really step into a fast-paced tournament that only takes place over what's less than two weeks yeah, um, and play at a high level um, without finding these sort of ill effects of being sick and being out for so long.
1: And another thing to watch from me is he's played wing with the Moose, um, all 14 of those AHL games, and they've moved him back to center. They had him at center last year when they when yeah. he got benched. Uh, so it's really interesting to see that. He's playing with Joaquin Kemmel on the second line, uh, 17th overall pick of the Predators. In the 2022 draft, same one that Lambert went in. Uh, center. I don't know. What are your initial thoughts on that? Because, again, on the wing, like he, uh, like you said, he's skilled. He's got speed. He just burns down the wing. That's what he does, right? And the roaming aimlessly thing can really burn him if he's center. You need more responsibility. You got to be below the goal line, uh, making plays defensively. But I just, I'm really hoping that that transition works. I don't know if he's a natural center. Like, I don't know if he played that with the Pelicans, but...
0: (sighs) I mean, to be honest, I didn't think it mattered as much with the Pelicans. I think he did play some center. um, But as I said, that entire team was a disaster. So it was really hard to get a read on how it went. That aside, he hasn't played center all this season, as you said. So can he step back in and do it effectively um, without losing parts of his game?
1: And like you said, if he doesn't produce, like if he doesn't uh have a good tournament, I I'll be more concerned about his his that illness that kept him out because I, watching the moose games this year, the talent is there. He's making people miss, he's a zone entry uh savant, he's ridiculous at it. Uh he's he's playing great. And the stats might not show uh because he's been in and out of the lineup, he's been hurt there, he's been sick there, and it's been tough for him, but I'm really looking forward to him playing against his own age group, kind of, and like being. He he needs to dominate skill wise. Yeah. We need to watch these games and see Brad Lambert and be like, that is a first round pick. That is skill. That is talent because we missed that last year, right? Exactly. 2022 tournament, um, or the summer tournament, whatever he just didn't really do much. He got benched. He was roaming aimlessly, but I really think he has the, t- the the talent to turn around. It's just a matter of is he healthy and can he transition to center well?
0: Exactly, yeah. Um so and he has line mates too
1: with Kemmel. Kemel's great. Exactly. So if he he's can put in a good spot.
0: If he can, you know, use that as sort of motivation to really sort of connect with his line mates, I think he's in for a successful tournament, but there's a lot of sort of ifs with him Mm -hmm. that i'm kind of concerned about but obviously we won't be able to know until you know we see it so if he comes out and has a good strong start i'm pretty convinced that he's going to stick with that all the way through Mm. um but no like i feel like it's it it should be a good tournament for him um it should also be a good tournament for rutger mcgrotty rutger first of all phenomenal name
1: like the u.s is just dominating in names this this tournament Logan
0: Cooley you got Chaz and Rutger on the same line (laughs) come on now
1: Cooley like come on this is they are just dominating that but he's been really good for Michigan this year go blue (laughs) yeah you're loving that but I haven't watched a single game like full disclosure of Michigan this year their hockey program but 19 points in 20 games that's really good for I, everything I've read coming out of the draft was that he's like, he's 6'1", 200 pounds, so he's more of a, a power forward with, yeah. with skill. Uh, but if he's putting up a point a game, that's pretty impressive. I'm really excited to kind of watch him for the first time under a Jets lens because I've seen highlights. Like yeah. when they drafted him, I watched highlights on him, and I haven't watched a Michigan game. But it's really it, it it's exciting watching. This is the whole reason you watch the World Juniors, exactly. is to see the prospects that you haven't seen before and see them play well. And... McGrady's going to get every chance to do so.
0: Like I think he's going to actually have a really good tournament because he plays a style that can excel against players his age. Like he might not be the fastest guy out there. Mm-hmm but he's smart with what he does with his his speed, right? So he's not slow by any means. Like, this is the same sort of conversation we've had about Perfetti. Perfetti, yeah. Where Perfetti say. is not a slow skater. He's he's not the fastest out there, but he does the right things in order to position himself properly. And he makes up
1: for it with other things.
0: Exactly, yeah. So, like, McGroy is going to be that guy who puts himself in the right place rather than trying to outrace someone to the puck. Um, but he's smart with his body positioning. He lays the body a lot. um, and he's just—he's one of those guys that just very similar to, you know, the ones who play in the top six, but have that that sort of grind uh, to their game where they will get that puck wherever. Like, doesn't matter the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that with his game, if he's able to, you know, be that grinding forward who can also score, he has the chance to put up a ton of points in this short little yeah. stretch here.
1: And him and Chaz are actually on the same line. Like, I mentioned that earlier, but could you imagine if they have, like, instant chemistry, how um, fun that'll be to watch?
0: That's the thing, too, because, like, you're going to see them probably for years to come. Um, yes. So it's it's just, it's it'll be great to actually see, because I know a lot of people I know similar to you um, don't necessarily keep too close the to tabs on... Uh, NCAA hockey. No, um, it's not exactly easy to watch either. because um, right. like a lot of this the games are on networks that some people don't get. Uh, and it's not necessarily like it's gonna be streamed everywhere. so no. um, yeah, so it, I mean, like he's he's a good player. it's it, that's really all you can say. He's smart. like he's a very, very smart, smart player. player. he's a hard worker. and I know that counts a lot it counts extra for a lot of people too with if maybe you're not as you know fast as others, but if you work hard and you're smart with it, it doesn't matter,
1: yeah, you make up for it, just like perfetti, and it's it's gonna be interesting because he's on their top power play, he's on he's in the top six, yeah you, you know there's the opportunity for line juggling after as well, if they wanna maybe they're loading up their top line u s a uh if they maybe wanna diverse like the the talent in that uh that top six and put mcgoty up with Logan Cooley or someone, you know that would be really interesting. Uh, but I'm really excited to see those two on the same line because oh. I feel like their play styles can really work well together.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely and it's gonna be really fun to watch them sort of get that ability to you know possibly build chemistry for the future because there's always those questions that are asked uh, you know you you like the, the classic like in between periods like oh you two have played together before how does that carry over right A Situation like this is if they find their little strengths that you know easily, it can carry over. Like obviously, it's a very small sample size, and I'm of the mindset that you can't put too much stock into the World Juniors because it's like a, a seven-game sample or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can definitely take stuff out of that as a player to be like, "Oh, I've played with this guy before. He's smart with the puck. I know where to put it."
1: And I'm not comparing them to Connor and Dubois. I'm not saying that, but the yeah. way that those two's play styles work off of one another, Dubois is the grinder, the power guy, and Connor's the finesse shooter that finishes all the goals, Exactly. Right? Chaz Lucius can be the finesse finisher that finishes all the goals and makes all the plays, and McGordy can be the grinder that's retrieving the puck and making plays with his hands and exactly. doing stuff like that. So they're not the same player and their differences can actually really work well together and I'm really excited to see that. Uh, McGordy on the top power play, too. I mentioned it before, but that top power play is going to be stacked with Logan Cooley, um, Luke Hughes, Rucker McGordy, Cutter Gauthier, all those guys like that. That's going to be a really good top unit for USA. It's gonna yeah. It'd be fun to watch. So, uh, if you have anything else on the jets prospects, go ahead. But I think we covered a decent route.
0: No, I, uh, I think that we're, we're pretty well set on what to expect from them. Um, obviously, who do Ke- you think
1: plays the best out of the three? Who are you expecting to play the best? McGroity. McGroity.
0: I'm thinking yeah. McGroity becomes a reliable goal scoring threat for the U S hmm. Uh, that you know he's the one that gets the goals when they need it. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a lot of talent, but I feel like he's just got uh, you know that ability to step up. Like, he just seems like he's just confident in the right ways. So,
1: and is the most polarizing Lambert for you? Or I does think Lucius so. sneak in there. No, I, I,
0: I mean the issue with Lucius is just the, how close the injury was to the tournament, right? Right. So, if he shows any nagging issues immediately you kind of have to discount his tournament performance because you have no idea what he would play healthy yeah so i mean the same goes for lambert so i feel like both of them it's a toss up mm. should know after the first few games um
1: McGordy's definitely the safest bet to have the best tournament but he's i feel like healthy. lambert yeah cuz he's healthy but i feel like lambert has an outside Chance because of his skill, he is
0: the highest ceiling yeah. of the bunch to have just an absolute. Just go on a monster tournament. Just yeah, so um, I feel like. This... But if
1: McGorty plays well, then so will Lucius because they're on the same line, right? Exactly. So. Yeah.
0: But no, I think that we've done a pretty good job of sort of giving a brief rundown. Obviously, there's a lot more that you can dive in with that about, but. We don't want to keep you. You're probably in the middle of, uh, you know, separating your leftovers. Go from back Christmas to your dinner. family. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't listen to us uh, for the for too long. Listen, you know, hang out with your family. Uh, that's what the holidays are for. Um, but just briefly uh, before you do that. So put your family up for a little bit longer. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. T- tell tell them that you'll you'll be up in a few minutes. Yeah. Um, we want to just do a brief little rundown on how we sort of view the rest of the, the teams and the groups. So I'm going to take this group by group here. Um sort of quick hitter. uh don't want to spend too much time on it um but looking first at uh group A, um, which consists of Canada, Sweden, Czechia, Germany, and Austria.
1: So it always seems like Canada it's a relatively easy group and it doesn't seem like this year is going to be any different. That's the now, thing. Now, Sweden's Sweden. okay. Sweden's, yeah, Sweden is their biggest threat. Germany's made some big strides as a hockey program. Uh, same with Czechia, but yeah. I, like, Canada's going to win the group. Like, it's just going to happen because Canada's stacked and that's what they do.
0: Um, well, that, that's the thing, right? It's like we uh we kind of take for granted how good these Canadian teams can be. I think this year is one of the better teams we've seen in the last 5 years or so. Yeah,
1: the fact that Shane Wright got loaned.
0: Yeah. Huge. Well, I mean, even in like the pre-tournament games, uh so yeah, a little disclaimer here. We're recording this on the 21st of December. Uh they opened up on the 19th against Switzerland and Wright and Bedard together looked unreal. Yeah. Um, like, that that's the thing. That top six alone is better than anyone else in the tournament. Yeah. So, like, that, you know, you, you're running... I have a feeling that third winger, or that third member of the line won't really matter. Right now they've got, I think it was at Offen. Offman. Yeah. Yeah, Offman with Wright and Bedard. Um, I have a feeling it could change at some point if maybe they're not producing. Move um, Fantilli up. But... That, but the only thing is though like he's talented enough that I think you almost need to have him on his own line so yeah. you can balance out the scoring but Canada just want
1: to... that's their uh late game they need a goal line Fantilli yeah. right Bedard
0: Um no but I, I have a feeling that like you're going to you're going to see Canada dominate um as we said though Sweden's one of those teams that just kind of hangs around all the time they've got a great program in terms of their coaching they all mm. know what they need to do they all have a job um they don't necessarily have the flashy uh, prospects as much as they have in the past um, where you've got like a lot of guys that really sort of you, you know who they are just based on name value alone but you also you just have a lot of good players like a bunch of guys have you know either they been drafted they're going to get drafted going forward um, but it's a matter of how they put it all together right so uh, mm-hmm. they're obviously I have a feeling it's going to be obviously between Canada and Sweden for the, the group Germany doesn't have anyone really too noteworthy, no. but their program, as you said, has got a lot better. So their coaching has focused a lot on team defense. Yes. And so like if you can limit uh, a team and just kind of capitalize on chances, sometimes you can steal a win. Um, I'm not expecting a whole lot out of uh, Austria. Uh, Czechia, for me, actually is a bit of a toss-up because I think that they have really good goaltending. Mm. I was looking a little bit at that and it seems like a lot of people think that their goaltending is quite strong in terms of, you know, World Junior standards because obviously okay. um when you're looking at it, um, goaltending in the World Juniors is essentially can you get a few saves and can your team outscore the other. Yes. So um I <laughs> that's think, the Canada
1: way of doing things. Yeah, Canada's because...
0: goaltending is al- al- like always going to be usually pretty good. Yeah. Um I feel like they've probably brought it to a point where they feel comfortable with it. Um, I think that's going to matter a lot for Czechia if they want to um, really sort of try and compete. I think they have a chance to lock up third in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's going to be between uh, Germany and Czechia. Austria doesn't have a whole lot to work with this no. year. No. Um, so like, you've got a, a few. Like they do actually have, um, you know, a a draft pick on the team for Montreal. Oh really? Uh, yeah, you've got Vincenzo Rohr. Okay. Um, he was. Uh, uh, drafted in the third round uh by the Canadians mm. so um you've also got uh you know a, a few guys that just they've they've played in the tournament before yeah um but you you know don't necessarily know their names as much so th- obviously it's gonna be difficult for them to keep up I think but um it's Obviously, a race between the first two, then the next two, and then Austria. So they're they're obviously the, the the one the odd one out there. Maybe they can find a way to you know capture a little bit of lightning in a bottle and you know somehow find their way into a point or something, but uh, it seems unlikely.
1: And um, one note for Sweden before we move on to Group B, but Simon Edvinson. Uh, some people were hoping that he would play in this tournament, but he actually elected to stay with the Grand Rapids in the AHL. So we won't be able to B. see him, but he is. Really good.
0: So that that would have been fun to watch, but that's big as well in terms of their defensive group because yeah. automatically that makes them a lot better than what they are defensively. It's not to say they're bad.
1: Is it a hot uh, take to say if he played, he would have stepped in as the best defender in the tournament?
0: I'd, I'd say he's up there. Yeah, either um, him,
1: Nemec, Hughes, one of those guys. Yeah. But he's he's in that group. He's um, in that top tier group.
0: Yeah. So that was Group A. Uh, let's just briefly touch on. The Jets group, I mean Group B. <laughs> the Jets group, yeah. Because you've got the U.S., Finland, Switzerland, Slovakia, and Latvia. Um, obviously, we talked quite a bit about the U.S., but just to briefly touch a little bit more on it, they've got uh, some really good players up and down the lineup there. You know, top line center is Logan Cooley. Um, I, I know love Logan Cooley. I was going to say, I know you're a big fan yeah. of him. Um, but I think he's going to
1: dominate this yeah. tournament.
0: But you've also got a, quite a few, you know, guys that, um, you know, a lot of draft picks on that team. Um, but it's, you've got Luke Hughes on the top pairing as mm-hmm. well. So you've got a lot of really good talent. Um, a lot of guys too that a lot of people don't know too, too much about. Like I, I honestly think that McGroity is one of those. That, yeah. Um, they are sneaky good. Mm-hmm. Uh, mainly just because of media attention. But Yeah. Um, you're looking at a team that's, I'd say, pretty well in contention for the group, if not a shoe in for the group. Yeah. Obviously, their biggest contender is going to be Finland, which they always are. The Finnish program has been just incredible over the last five or so years. Yeah. Um,
1: Heartbreaking gold medal loss for them. Oh, yeah. Silver medal in that summer tournament, but... They'll be good again.
0: Exactly, (laughs) yeah. Uh, Obviously, we talked about Lambert uh, at length, but there's a lot of really good players throughout that lineup. Their goaltending is a question. Um, A a bunch of sort of almost... I wouldn't say underperforming, but a lot of unknowns out of their goaltending Um, because you're looking at a few guys that really haven't had much of a chance to play in full professional ranks. Um, No one really knows who their starter is going to be yet because they kind of got a bit of a toss-up there. Mm. Um, so if they can find a starter and actually be able to you know ride that a little bit, um, they have a chance to make some noise as well because they've got just a solid team, and their coaching is always really good. So um, that's something to watch there.
1: I'm just reading through an article on the Hockey Writers. They do great World Junior coverage. We both work for them. So exactly. go, go check them out, obviously. But check us out. Uh, Nicholas Coco? Is that how you say his name? Second round pick of the Kraken. No, I that.
0: I actually I recently put out a uh, a piece um, for sort of just previewing the uh, the Kraken in terms of who's going to the World Juniors. And I talked about him at length. Um, he's one of those guys who plays very upright until okay. he until he doesn't. So it's very much you can't you don't have anything to shoot at the top of the net, but then he drops down really quick. He's very mobile, but he doesn't have a lot of experience. Uh, outside of the second league in Finland, okay, and the junior leagues, like he played really well for uh, the one of the junior league teams um, last season, and this year he's playing in the Finnish second league, hmm. and he's doing pretty well. Um, but as I said, he's kind of an unknown. Um, but they also have a forward, Yanni um, uh, Nieman, um, for. Uh, uh, also, a Kraken draft pick. No, um, who is uh, he's very smart in terms of how he he plays. Uh, similar, he's he's just one of those guys who knows sort of where to be. Um, plays heavily on the power play. Um, he's sort of in the opposite Ovechkin spot okay. on that right <laughs> side there. Um, so I have a feeling he's going to feature heavily on the on the first or second units. Um, they haven't really. That's a, Finland's been very late in terms of what they've announced. Uh, they only recently announced their. The roster mm-hmm. um so i feel like once we actually start seeing them get into some more of a, a rhythm we'll be able to get more of an idea on that but they're they're a good team um yeah. they always have been so it's yeah uh that's definitely something to watch this is also a situation though where the bottom half of the group is gonna be a, quite a toss-up because...
1: yeah i think I, I like slovakia a bit like latvia is out of it um and then yeah. slovakia and what was the other team switzerland switzerland yeah, I like Slova- like that's gonna be Slovakia, Switzerland, Latvia, in my opinion. Like Nemec and Misar on Slovakia will carry them a little bit. I think like they have a they have a pretty decent hockey program. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing Simon Nemec actually. If there's one player to watch in Slovakia, but oh yeah, for sure. Besides that, there's not really anything notable from those three teams. But what was what is your do you think anyone prevents a Canada U.S. final? Because those two teams right now look stacked.
0: Um, I think the only team that could possibly... I, I mean, I think it's the two of Sweden and Finland. Yeah. I think they're the only ones who can really disrupt. I
1: just don't think Sweden can touch
0: Canada. No. Like, I, I, I mean, the Canada only thing is, so though, much talent. The, the issue with that is because it's a short tournament, there are several instances where you're going to see this team come in, and you're going to that's a ridiculously talented team. right. Couple of guys underperform. Suddenly, they're like, "Uh oh." Yeah, and um, then
1: Sweden is well coached. Finland's well coached. Exactly. They know how home.
0: to take advantage of you know things that are missing. Yeah. Um. So I think that it's those two teams for sure are, um, the ones to keep an eye on. Uh, obviously, due to the conflict uh, over between Russia and Ukraine, right. there is no Russia in this tournament. Right. Um, So that's definitely, uh, obviously, the scale of things there, there's a lot more behind that. But in terms of the hockey side of things, that changes the look of the tournament majorly.
1: Because Russia would be in Canada's group, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I would also mean that one of Austria or Latvia would would not be be, playing. Because of this, though, they didn't do relegation last year. Right. So that's why they're both still in the tournament.
1: Technically, Russia's relegated.
0: Technically, yeah. Technically. (laughs) Um, But no, like, that's obviously, I would... Without a doubt, say Russia would be the one to watch. Yeah. Uh, without them, I, as you said, I don't think there's much of a question as to whether or not it's going to be Canada, US.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's.
0: I, it's. It's really. I. I have a feeling it could be Canada, US, um, and then bronze. Uh, Sweden, Finland. Uh, yeah.
1: Just. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, it. This. This. I. Uh, it's the World Juniors. Obviously, anything can happen in a seven-game sample, like you said. But I've never. Gone into a tournament with so much conviction that it'll be Canada, US. Yeah. I just like those. I look at those two teams. The like, if US's top line struggles, which is a stretch because it's loaded, but if somehow they struggle, then that could really become a question because goaltending and we talked about their forward death is not exactly the best. But I just don't see a scenario in which that line doesn't dominate. And then Canada is just good everywhere. (laughs) So,
0: (laughs) yeah. So, um, It's something to keep an eye on, but I I have a feeling that it's one of those tournaments that it's pretty easy early on to identify who the best teams are, Um, and it would really only take something very, very large to sort of upset that, but it's the World Juniors, so anything can happen. Enjoy Um, them. Yeah, exactly, yeah. You know, enjoy them, you know, put on your jerseys, cheer. um, Watch your... Jets, yeah. Watch your <laughs> Tune jets. Tune into USA Finland whenever they play. Exactly, yeah. Um, but no, so like that's sort of what we we wanted to just sort of chat about because we wanted to give everyone a bit of a heads up of like watch these Jets players because they're good and yeah. they get the chance to shine now.
1: Three first round picks. Exactly. There's not <laughs> not often where you you're going into a World Juniors watching three of your team's first round picks. Yeah, so. There's
0: no obscurity. That's no like oh I don't know much about this guy. Let's see how he plays at the World Juniors. Yeah. It's they're all really good and they're all going to be in.
1: Big roles exactly. and a lot of expectations from their teams, so it should be fun to watch. I'm I'm excited. I'll uh, I'm definitely going to tune into USA Finland whenever that is, uh, because that'll be big for Jets fans. And then I'm hoping for a Canada USA final because I want to see Shane Wright versus uh, Logan Cooley, top line centers. Like
0: that, I just I cannot wait until yeah. I get to you know really get a chance to see in the big games the Wright Bedard connection so uh, that'll be a lot of fun
1: and i'll wrap it up with this point but the world juniors is kind of a a tournament or a time of the year when you can just like when you're watching when we're watching jets games we're kind of like analyzing it in a sense we're not like top-notch fans and like screaming at the tv kind of thing but the world juniors is a time of the year where you can just do that and just have fun with it you don't really need to like sit there and analyze like yeah who how good the third pairing for Germany's doing like you can just watch Canada dominate you know and just have fun like, the it's, thing, like it's just fun to watch
0: go you know watch with your family yell at the TV go to a sports bar and yeah. sing hey baby with the rest of the, uh, the <laughs> exactly. I, which I have done and it is delightful which <laughs> electric it they I hope that they use that as their goal song because that, yes it's so good
1: Dubois would be happy about
0: that oh absolutely <laughs> Um, but no so yeah everything kicks off uh, well when you're listening it today yeah. Um, so, yeah, Switzerland and Finland, Austria and Sweden, uh, U.S. and Latvia, and Canada and Czechia today on Boxing Day, so um, enjoy it, uh, and uh, we hope that you have had and are currently having a nice holiday, holiday break. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to be back probably early January with some regular episodes once uh, Connor returns from Florida, which yeah technically when this comes out you will be there i will be there you better listen to it i will be yeah <laughs> on the beach i'll be listening
1: to it don't worry i'll i'll put my vacation on hold to watch usa finland and really bring this analysis but no i'll actually try and have it on but we'll see oh uh, yeah no promises
0: yeah do uh, while you're watching uh just uh you know put an airpod in and listen yeah, to the pod and exactly be like oh hey we were right about that or, or completely oh, we wrong were totally off base we're idiots it's um, more likely that we're wrong yeah probably but you know <laughs> being wrong is okay as long as you can own it right so uh, exactly. but no uh we hope that everyone's uh, enjoying their holidays go back to your families now i'm sure they're yelling at you because you haven't <laughs> come upstairs yet um so uh yeah go uh, go enjoy that and um you know from as i said uh last week um from all of us here, safe and happy holidays. Happy new year, everyone. And uh, we'll holidays. see you, uh, see you early January. Um, so from myself, Brian and, uh, from Connor, uh, I hope that, uh, you have a, you know, a great holiday season with your family and, uh, we'll see you soon.
1: Happy holidays.
0: Happy holidays. You've been listening to the level flight podcast.